and Jules. This is the Nick and Jules podcast. And we're away. Hello. You can lead. Oh, thank you. Welcome to the Nick and Jules podcast. Uh, I've had nothing to do with the construction of it. And if you've been reading the well, it's not, uh, it's not quite true. description. Is construction in this? <laughs> Nick makes it look really difficult when he puts it together. <laughs> it's because I wear the hard hat and I, and I have the little a spirit level out when I'm doing the audio editing. You have a lollipop man sign saying, podcast, in yeah. edit. I do. Um, yeah. You know how there's on the, the job site, I don't know how the hierarchy quite works, but the person that has the lollipop sign to wave the traffic through, that feels like the lowest rung to me. No, they're the alpha. Oh, that's yeah, a yeah. very hot take on that. Um, they get paid very well. I remember they seeing um, jobs, jobs for you know people on highways and stuff doing traffic work, and holy dooly, they get like double our wage. I know it's ridiculous, <laughs> but by the same token, it's like apparently awful work because you are standing still and not talking to anyone, and you can't mm-hmm. like listen to stuff apparently unless you yeah no because you've got radio. to actively be aware yeah, of traffic. Worth yeah. it for a short time though, I reckon. Well, I yeah I know a lot of people, not a lot of people, I know like a few people that have. Gone and they're like, you know, I'm going to do it for a year or two, mm-hmm. get a house deposit, and yes. then I can do stuff. And <laughs> you know, the power trip as well. That'd be fun. <laughs> okay, you really have a, an interesting angle on that. Have, have you, you um... not thought that they control the flow of traffic? <laughs> <laughs> I would maybe. Here, here's something we can note this down. Let's, let's talk yes. about this on Monday. We'll do it early because that's when tradies get up. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk to a tradie. I'd love to talk to a tradie about the worksite hierarchy. Mm. Oh, like a Sparky's above Chippies. Painters yeah. down the bottom. Yeah. They, you know, <laughs> I've got a theory on this. You I, know, they're, I, they're, they're, they're prissy ones. They're, they're touching up the little bottom bits. Oh, I, too prissy. I, yes, I yeah. don't disagree, but for a different reason. I think they're considered low. I actually think they're not on the hierarchy. I think they're on a separate pyramid oh. or ladder because I reckon they're called in after the fact. Yes. So I reckon that the thing gets built yep. and then the builders leave and then it's like, all right, well now you can come and decorate it. And also mm. because it's not seen as an essential item. Decorate. Painting? No, I mean, you would think yes, <laughs> in, in a civilized world, yes, <laughs> but it's not structurally integral. Right. Okay. No, but I guess, I definitely think it's still part of it. But a house isn't burning down if it's not painted. A house is burning down if the electricity, like the electrical stuff's not done properly. Oh, and like if the concrete does it wrong, burnt down immediately. Mm. Yeah, well, I suppose if you get it really, really <laughs> wrong, and you, instead of concrete, you lay down C four or something. I mean, we've, we've all done it. <laughs> That's why we're in radio. No one, no one trusts us to, uh, you know, do the architecturally. Use our hands. Yeah, yeah, there's no structural integrity to our buildings or the show. <laughs> Evidently, mm. but we'll note that down and we'll talk about it on Monday because that I feel like. Uh, you're probably also going to get biased answers, depending on who we talk to. Yeah. It'll be interesting. We'll, we'll take, see. We'll take a few calls, maybe. Look at this behind-the-scenes chat of how the radio show is constructed. This is how this is how the sausage is made. Mm. It's, it is usually this glamorous and quick. Mm. <laughs> and, and it really, it's normally not us sitting around looking at a screen and being like, what's this? What is this? Is there something about this? Is this a thought? Is, is this, this a half-thought? Is this something? Mm. The most commonly said word in radio off air. <laughs> yeah. Is this a thing? I think Matt's approach is... Okay, crazy story. Has this happened to either of you? Relatable? That's true. Well, it works. I think mm. I, you know. It gets the thoughts going. Yeah, definitely a conversation starter. Yes, it is. Um, let's converse about something else. Okay. Uh, on today's show, Matt, the reason why we have you on is so that we can obviously get you around to, uh, you know, rate things <gasps> of the show. Oh, mm-hmm. first time rating. Um, do I have any sound I'm nervous effects? now. Didn't know we were under review today. Well, is this going to be a weekly thing or a daily thing? Oh. Well, I guess it's just whenever Matt's free. Whenever you feel it? like we've done a good show. <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh, only then. <laughs> only positive reviews, please. Um, please flatter our egos. Well, so on today's podcast, we talk about uh, 
me recommending my brother supplements. Mm. Yep, bonkers names. That's that's pretty that's pretty understandable. And uh, if you were part of the marketing department, would you change the tack with which they apply to like naming these supplements? Less aggressive. Like just like oh yeah, I feel like you know, you're not gonna like you see like one called oh raging energy and mm. one called just pleasant day. I don't think you're gonna pick pleasant day if you're looking for a pre workout. I feel like a lot of the women's ones are closer to pleasant day. Or at oh, least the like, packaging looks like it well, would that, be a pleasant day if you take this. I have this one. It's called Strong Independent Woman or something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. yep, yep. Yeah, every cover's got some chick doing the yoga pose. Mm, yeah. Namaste. Um, there's, a, there's a brand that I'm aware of that is it the where I do the running coaching thing and the PT that I'm doing at the moment. Uh, I don't know if it's her own brand, the lady that owns it, or if it's because sometimes they launch their own stuff. It's called Miss Spartan. Oh. Like, like little Miss Spartan, <laughs> you know, those deadly warriors that were used to fight off thousands of, of their enemies and yeah, rent, we'll get, get drenched in blood on it. Yes. That bit in a dress, but like pink. Oh. It's cute. Yeah. And the, the outline is like, it's a nude silhouette of like, obviously quite a fit and like well-proportioned person, yeah. female. And she's just got a spear across her back because <laughs> that's all she needed. She was nude and had a spear. Look, I was young. I needed to pose for some work and I, I don't, I don't regret doing that. Uh, Iranian dances. Mm. Oh, that was honestly sad. That's yeah. uh, a bit of real talk on that one. Mm. Yeah. We got real for Jules once. with some really, for once, excuse me, I've had a very <laughs> real week. You've had a real week. I, I need to jump on board. I talk, speaking of being real, I talk about single-use plastics. Mm. Yeah. Today. No, it's good. I think uh, I think it's important. And like you said, it starts off, it seems like a big deal, but the reality is not so yeah. bad. People don't like things being taken away from People them. don't like change as well. well oh, 100%. Confused. That's what it is. Yeah. Mm. And it's it's my elderly dad, which he's not elderly. <laughs> and actually, to be fair, I mean, maybe he is elderly because he's 60. Mm-hmm. I don't think 60 makes you elderly, but the fact that he doesn't understand how apps work, so he won't be able to hear the podcast. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I was going to say, today you offended your dad, and on the show you offended your aunt. Well, so I don't who, care who about offending gonna... that aunt. <laughs> every every family has the black sheep of the family, mm, and yes. she's annexed herself from the family. I'm not going to say her name, just on the off chance it does trickle down, but yep. she knows who she is. Hmm. Uh, how are you feeling, Jules, with your hunger? Uh, you're still oh, fasting. Yeah. You still haven't broken uh, that fast for your blood tests. Have any of my um, stomach grumbles come through the mic? No, but I did hear one. Okay. They might have sounded like the bass to some of the R&B songs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm okay until you just brought it up Oh, like you're feeling hungry. Like if you had like a nice, oh, like a McMuffin, it would really be nice. discussion about food with Nick um, (laughs) just before and after talking about fasting and how frustrating it was. Oh, actually, Matt will be able to get in on this because I said to Jules, oh, have you ever played Zelda or Breath of the Wild on Nintendo? Mm. Which I know you have. Yeah. And the food in that game looks cartoonishly delicious, does it not? Yeah. It, I think it leans towards that whole manga thing, like that, um, oh. you know, um, Totoro, all those sorts of movies. They have delicious looking food. Okay. The food looks so beautiful and it's mouth-watering. But not the ravioli, meat. you mentioned. No well, ravioli there. it stemmed from ravioli, the thought process of getting <laughs> to the food. I saw I saw ravioli written somewhere and I thought I started thinking about food. Was it R for something? No, it was F for Friday, for Alpha Bucks. Yeah. Um, Ravioli is my uh, rap name. Ravioli. Because I'm big and I'm stuffed with meat. (laughs) How dare you say something so true? Stuffed with meat and getting rough on the beats. (laughs) DJ Ravioli. I like that. Lock it in. Um, We also talk about regrets you might have at your wedding. Some pretty funny calls. I don't want to spoil them, but Steve's was pretty funny. Yeah, it was a nice story. It was sweet and funny, which is arguably the best combination of things. So. What what does this mean now? Do you give us a, a rating after right, look, you've done the review? Well, I would I would actually like you to follow in the footsteps of either Jonathan LaPaglia or um, Jeff off. Probst. The island. Oh, no. 
And someone's not coming back on Monday. We're not going to have anything left. Absolutely not doing that, because that means I have got to work extra hard. And we're not doing that, thanks. So, well... You did good, team. It's a double Shantae. You both stay. Everyone's still playing. Wait, what happens in Survivor when there's even amounts of votes? They do a continued episode? Fight to the death. Oh, Oh, no. I think they... Everyone votes again, but you can only vote for the two people. So we're just going to keep having three-way ties on it. Oh, no. Hey, there's Chris. Chris is outside. Oh, wait. Chris. Chris, 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 come in quickly. Chris needs to get on the mic. Chris, can you jump quickly on Matt's mic? Thank you. Just quick. um, Chris is one of the... He does, like, um, the music shift here at the station. Chris, just quickly, without having heard the entirety of the show... Yep. If you had to eliminate one person of us three, of producer Matt, Jules, or myself... Oh, he's part of it too, Matt. Matt can be eliminated. It's really... That's difficult because it means more work for us next week. Shot in the dark, gut feeling, who deserves to be eliminated this week? Who can use the panel here? Okay. <laughs> All of us. Okay. This is a hard well, one. Chris, we asked for a gut decision. Any, many, money, mo. No, that's cheating. Oh. Just so I don't know. Okay, Nick, Nick, we'll, well go I've Nick. Got, we'll I've go got Nick. an immunity <laughs> idol. Nick. Well, actually, I've got an immunity <laughs> idol, so you know what? Don't worry about it, Chris. Okay. <laughs> they uh, forced me to do it. They forced me. That's fine. Appreciate no your listening. time this morning, Chris. <laughs> Next week, another episode of the podcast, another episode of Survivor. Someone else would be voted off the island. But how it works? I don't know. I don't watch the show. You know you get voted off the island. Oh, yay! Yeah. It's like the only thing that there is to the show. <laughs> the island. It's the only punishment they have. Part. You're already living in the wild. Okay. Do they do challenges? Yeah. We don't have time to discuss okay, Survivor. Right. Let's talk Survivor. We'll talk Survivor on Monday. I've great. got plenty of thoughts on Survivor. Plenty of thoughts on the podcast. Enjoy it. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye. What do you regret about your wedding? Yeah, we're getting frank after a couple of brides uh, gave their two cents about what they regret not doing uh, on their wedding day or what they wish they could have done. Yeah, we're not talking about regretting who you married no, if you've since no, split no, up. No. But we're talking about the, the little things. It's like, I wish my dress was like this. I wish yes. the music had been like this. It's the small things that we get it picky about because it's supposed to be a very perfect day for you, right? Absolutely. Let's go to the phones right now. Let's keep these calls coming in 13, 10, 60. Pip from Odonga, is there something you regret about your wedding day? Hi, guys. Yeah, um, the only regret that I do have, as I've been married for nearly 22 years, is that our budget was pretty small. So mm. I actually had to hire my wedding dress for the day. Oh, wow. You so, don't hear about that very yeah, often. Yeah, yeah. So my regret is that I didn't get to keep my wedding dress so I could make, like, my daughter's baptism um, gowns out of the train or something like I that. I love that because so, usually you wear it once and then it's done or maybe you hand it down, but repurposing absolutely. it is beautiful. Actually, Pip, is that a yeah. common thing to repurpose the wedding dress? Because I've, I've not heard of that before. Yeah, I've heard of it. Like, I mean, I'm going back a long time ago. Sure. So for me, I'm such a sentimental person. Um, I keep absolutely every everything that, you know, my girls have, of have either grown out of or, oh, special. or uh, made enough. for me or something like that. So, yeah, so for me, that would be my biggest thing. So when my girls, I mean, they're getting older now, but when they get married, um, I will actually buy their wedding dress for them. Oh, that's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, completely fair. You've got to learn from those sort of instance and incidences. Absolutely. Well, let's do. keep them going. 13, 10, 60. Over to Steve from Holbrook. Steve, what do you regret about your wedding, mate? Yeah, good morning, guys. How are you all going? Well, thank you. Yeah, good. Yeah, I actually sung to my wife as she got out of the vehicle and walked down. Oh, how beautiful. No, hang on one sec. (laughs) Steve, (laughs) and I I don't mean to be rude here, are you a good singer? Nah, you're joking. (laughs) Nah, nah. And look, in, in, in my two quick little practices, I thought I was the ants pants and... 
and the next Robbie Williams. But had you discussed this, Steve, with your wife uh, or your partner at the time previously? No. So we chose a song together. Okay. And then, well, that's, that's and then, something. and then I got my brother-in-law to teed it up with him, and he'd done the guitar. And then when she hopped out of the car, she's like, "That's not our song. What? What are they playing?" Oh. And then she realised it was me singing to her as she was walking <laughs> down the aisle. Yeah, but I got emotional, you know. I had our son and and our and our daughter walk down in front of her, and I just, you know, Steve, just got emotional. All in all, pretty sweet though. Like it's a yeah, it's a good memory. Like, like do, you, do you actually regret it that much? Because it sounds actually quite lovely. Like, I suppose the regret is, hey, you should have done some singing lessons beforehand. Perhaps, yeah. Nah, no, I, th- I think the bigger regret was that it was it was, it was borderline the rain. She was late. You know, yeah, right. she, she and she she was late due to me playing with the car and not got the car right. So yeah, doesn't oh matter. Goodness, Plenty Steve. other things, but wow. a good day Still. all in all. And if you were driving around yesterday and you noticed chaos in the streets, jeez! If you saw people crashing cars into buildings, planes falling out of the sky, are you kidding? What? I know it was a wild day yesterday because Australia, Victoria specifically, fell into chaos, Jules, to pandemonium. How did I miss this? People were, they were murdering their loved ones to steal the very last plastic straws and single-use plastics. Oh, this saga. Mm. That's right. Individuals and businesses across Victoria now are banned from using single-use plastics. That's like plastic straws, plates, cutlery, and drink stirrers. They're now banned across Vic as part of a bid to reduce the amount of rubbish that's being sent to landfill that's not going to be decomposing quickly enough. Well, this is a good thing. It's a great thing, Jules. Yes. It's a great thing. I'm on, I'm personally on board with it great. 100%. And I think generally a lot of the population is, uh, we don't need to use it. No. But then there is the chaotic side of it mm. where there's a there's a specific type of person and everyone knows one of those people, I think, where they're like, oh, I don't like using the cardboard straw. It just falls apart in my drink. Mm, doesn't taste the same. You don't need the straw. Like... You can deal without yeah. the straw. You can use your mouth. And like, I, my dad is one of those people who goes, I don't like using the paper straw. Well, Dad, what about the plastic that is ruining our oceans? Dad wants to drop kick a turtle into the ocean. For mm, clearly. Um, there are people that are still going to be, they're like, oh, I'm going to, I've stockpiled. I've stockpiled. <laughs> no, um, I don't like this. We people. could be looking at um, massive fines if you really? are caught to be, you know, distributing them. Okay. Okay, so there's actually some something behind it correct. if you're naughty. Uh, individuals who sell, distribute, or supply banned items like the coffee cup lids, uh, plastic takeaway containers, yeah, uh, they can be fined like 370 bucks. Just man on the street. Businesses can face penalties of 1,849 dollars if you decide to take it to court. If you're yes. one of those people, oh. We look, could be looking at $55,000 just because you're an idiot that wanted to use a plastic straw. Are you kidding? $55,000. It's People, not worth it. Who who cares that much about using a plastic straw? Get over yourself if you're someone that's getting worked up about those sorts of things, right? Like, if you're, I understand if you're a business, maybe you've got some in the back storeroom. Just, I mean, whatever. Get mm-hmm, rid of them. Mm-hmm. Use them up. I don't, I don't know what. I don't, don't I be don't caught. Care. But is the doggy bag leftovers, is it worth it? Is it worth $55,000? I don't know if it is. <laughs> This is, it reminds me so much of years back when, uh, like at Woolies and Coles and stuff, they got rid of the single use plastic bags. Yeah, that's right. Because they looked like jellyfish in the ocean. And again, mm-hmm. tur- turtles must be the dumbest animal in the world, just by the way. If they, <laughs> they're they, cute, though. They're sweet. And Crush Dude from Nemo is great. But they keep getting confused by all the plastic. But we cared so much for a split second there about the plastic bags getting replaced. Did, yes. And then, you know, a few weeks went by and everyone went, 
Oh, I'll just remember to bring bags from home. We'll try our best. So, Otherwise, we buy the 15 cent ones. If you did light something on fire yesterday in protest, <laughs> if you did rip some plastic straws out and throw them down the gutter Ooh. in protest, mm-hmm. pull your head in yep. and just, I mean, bring a metal straw from home. No one cares that much. Nick, I need to stop down here and I need to just pause the show. You, mm. yourself, and Matt, you <laughs> yep. guys. Me, sounds myself. Like <laughs> yep. Well, it sounds like I'm describing three people. The show right now must not have any more food or drink chat moving forward. Have we spoken about food and drink? Hang on. Let me have, I quick... don't think we have, but I just want to say going forward for the next... run sheet. doesn't look like we've... <laughs> this morning we spoke about energy supplements for the gym. Very close. Till nine o'clock. This is the rule. Today, no mm. food or drink chat. The why? reason why is because I got a fast. Right now, I'm currently fasting. The last time I ate was late last night. Because... <laughs> That's normal, by the way, Jules. That's... No, it's not normal yeah. for this breakfast announcer that likes to have breakfast at four o'clock in the morning. Or a little bit fair. later on. Yeah, yeah, I haven't had caffeine. I am fully, there's nothing in the tank because you might remember earlier in the week I talked about how I was seeing a doctor and she wanted to do a whole bunch of random tests just to see where my health was at. Yeah, I hope they went random. I hope she had a reason for doing it. She had a whole shopping list, about 20 sure. different things. I'm like, great. It includes fasting. Yeah, so that anyone that's had the pain of having to go and get a blood test or, you know, do surgery or mm. whatever, you know the pain of the grumbly stomach. You know the pain of. Being told that you can't eat and you're normally fine. Like, I'm normally fine with going, you know, 8, 10, sometimes weirdly 20 hours unintentionally without eating. Yeah. Yet when you're told that you can't eat. Well, it's a temptation, isn't it? All you can think about is wanting to eat. It's like, don't press the button. Well, now all I want to do is press the button. Your stomach has a rebellious streak to it. So, I, yeah, I do apologise if you hear some grumbles mm. throughout the show. That is... Uh, something I wanted to control, but unfortunately I can't right now and I am overthinking everything. I'm overthinking when I'm going to be eating next, what that meal will be. When are you doing your blood tests? I'm doing it as soon as I get out of this show and we get out of meetings. Okay, so that's what? (laughs) What, Can we... Can we push the meeting slightly so, forward? We have a meeting at 10.30 this morning, so you can't eat till what, like 11? Probably 11, or as soon as I get into the car and go to this uh, uh, this testing place. But it honestly, <laughs> and it's ridiculous. Mm. I know how ridiculous and how petty I'm sounding right now, but I was even thinking last night about my last supper. What was going to be the last meal that I was going to eat? This isn't the last supper. What do you mean? So, gee, I, don't, I don't want to talk heavily about the Bible because I understand that's going to shut people off. <laughs> if, if, if this is your last supper... That means you don't come back after the blood test, Oh, Jules. well, I might not if I'm fading away. <laughs> on, on Monday, she has risen again. Jules, the piss boy has struck again. Oh, piss boy, piss now, boy. We've heard so much about I, him. I promise this will probably be one of the last times we talk about it because I understand not everyone loves toilet chat in the morning. I understand that's fair enough. Earlier this week, I've been complaining that someone, a man in the men's cubicles is disgracing mm-hmm. the toilet. He's peeing all over the seat. It's repeated behaviour. happens multiple times a day. It's just not on. Happens at the same time. I left a passive-aggressive note. Supposedly, by some, has been called more aggressive than it was passive. You did a Karen. I did a Karen. I left a note, um, Jules, yesterday. Mm. And this is... And I don't think I'm... I don't think I'm going to ever catch this person. And if I do, what am I going to do? But this might be the last update for a while until I find out my the legal proceedings, if you will. <laughs> the legal proceedings? You've yeah. taken it pretty far. I will. Um, I went in to go to the bathroom. Yep. Sign is still up. And on the toilet seat, despite the hullabaloo <laughs> that I have made over this, the toilet seat 
covered in more urine than I've ever seen in my entire life. I, I mean, I came, I know I came in like to the studio and was just complaining. I was very, very upset about things yesterday. I know, afternoon. which is why I'm not shocked because you went crazy. Oh, we've got, is that what this yeah, is? Yeah. Hang on, hang on. I've recorded. He's done, he's done it again. He's, he's come in and it's entire seat this time. The entire, the entire f- seat this time. I swear to God. Maybe it's retaliation. He's getting, we're getting closer. <laughs> no. Psycho, we're getting closer and he knows. <laughs> Jules, you could go in there. It's everywhere. The you entire seat. The men's toilet. You can, well, we'll clear it out. Okay. The entire toilet I just seat. need to see how bad it it's, is. There's, there's more water on the seat than the is in the actual where you pee into. The, what do they call it? The, the pipe? Oh. I didn't consent to being recorded there, but that's completely fine. But I you suppose there's a were lot of outraged. A lot, I was annoyed because it's blatant. It's like the it's like when the cops go on TV and say, "Hey, we're on the hunt for this criminal," and the criminal's right under their nose, is committing the crimes right in front of their faces. Yeah, and I walked in there, disgusting. Oh yeah, we took we actually we should yeah we should say we took you into producer Matt. And yourself both went in afterwards mm. to the men's toilets. And it's ter- it's terrifying, isn't it? There's so much pee. Yeah, it was feral. I understand what you guys are dealing with. Also, I don't have a sense of smell, so I didn't know this, but apparently the men's toilets smell incredibly oh bad. Oh, my God. Like Women's toilets smell like, uh, in comparison, sunshine and rainbows. This might... This will be the last time we talk about it, because I don't think... From what I understand, the vibe I get from our bosses is that... You're not going to catch him? Nick, well, the, 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 that is definitely part of the vibe. The vibe is also, Nick, can you stop saying piss boy on air? It's putting everybody off. <laughs> Yesterday on the show, Jules, I was talking about how I've recently gone mattress shopping, about to move into a new place. Got to get yep. the frame, the bed, the mattress, all the bits and pieces. Important stuff. Yeah. And I was lying down on a mattress, testing them out. And lo and behold, as I lie down, I go, oh, this is a nice one. I see the price tag. It's like six and a half grand Jeez. for a mattress. Outrageous. Pretty full on. Um, that they, they could charge more than what my car is worth. <laughs> How dare they? It does feel a little bit criminal. And then also you feel guilty because I'm sitting there going, oh, I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to buy it, but now I have to entertain the salesperson. Of course, of course. Because I don't want her to know that that's my situation. That I'm cheap, yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Um, but sometimes household items like that, like your bed, like your fridge, your TV, those sort of things, they, they do get expensive. They're like essential things that you need in your life and your household. Um, so whilst I didn't buy the $6,500 mattress, I do understand that you know bedding and sort of life's needs can get expensive. They can. Let's open it up to the phones. 131060, do you own an expensive household item? We got shot a message after the show yesterday after I was talking about mattresses from John from Mildura. John, you've got a fairly expensive uh, household item in your own life, don't you? Um, yeah, good morning, guys. Yeah, I certainly do. Um, me and my wife, about four years ago, went um, to the bedding place to get a quilt cover set sure. and saw this um, bed and thought, oh, that looks a bit flash. <laughs> All right. And um, end up um, buying a bed that was originally listed at 20 grand. 20 um, and he got a bargain for eight. You got it. All right. <laughs> so but hang on, John. Later. You yeah. didn't intend to go and buy that mattress. No, nah, quilt cover set we were going for. <laughs> Which what does that normally run you like a hundred bucks maybe? Oh, oh yeah, I was even less than that. <laughs> oh. And you've walked out. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice, John, because you're you're a tiler, isn't that right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, Tile, so we, yeah. good year for tiles. It sounds like. What made it worth twenty thousand dollars though before the sales? Oh price? yeah, I, I could. I don't know if you, you'd pay twenty for it. Um, <laughs> and even eight was a bit ridiculous, but it is a bloody good bed to be fair. But you were yeah. both on board with it, right? Oh, well, yeah, we sort of both, we got home and then just thought, what the hell have we just done? 
But at the time, it was like a good idea. There's the kid's inheritance. That's what's going to get passed down. Does it? Is it like a king-sized bed? Is it yeah, a queen? No, yeah, it's a massive. It's a big king-sized one, and it sits really high. It's got yeah. Um, you know, the mattresses are both like really thick and stuff. And it's no, it is high. a good. It is a good bed. But I hope he checks yeah. that you had enough room for this size of bed as well. Oh yeah, no, we've got we've got a pretty old house, but it's a really big bedroom. So no, the yeah. bedroom oh, basically pretty well. It's just the bank balance. Right. Remortgage the house, but get yourself the mattress, John. Yes. I appreciate the call. Thank you for touching base, mate. No worries. Have a good day, guys. Uh, let's go to the phones right now. Nakia from Chilton. What is the expensive household item you own? Um, I have a thousand dollar vacuum cleaner. All right. Well, that's unnecessary. Why is it so good, <laughs> Nakia? <laughs> It is so necessary. Vacuums and mops at the same time, it's cordless. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, there's you'd also hope a very it's cordless. other popular brand that's a little bit cheaper too. Nah. 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 <laughs> Researched it. Okay. Done all the, done all the um, research and this is the best. How much time did you spend on the research? Hey, um, my sister-in-law actually has one as well, so... Yeah. So, like, right. Clearly Got some one. sort of door-to-door nah. salesperson for it. Nikia, <laughs> we appreciate the call. Let's go to Deb from Bendigo, 131060. Deb, you've got some expensive household items, hey? Um, well, I have uh, about 10 meg items on an average of $400 each. Mm. Or I have the Thermo, which was um, just under $3,000. My housemate has a Thermo mix. That's kind of just like a glorified blender, right? No. Oh, sorry. Uh, how, 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 tell me what a thermomix is then, because I clearly don't know. Uh, look, you can cook in it, you can steam in it, you can do pulled beef in it. They're amazing. I have a feeling Deb may work for a Deb, thermomix. Are you trying to sell me on a thermomix? Because it does sound quite impressive. Yeah, my housemate. delightful. I see a cook, No, cook no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. I'm just a mum. Who, who needs to ma- manage her time as much as I can. Yeah, she needs her appliances. Deb, for the Smeg ones, because they're not cheap, don't they have, like, attachments and, and that sort of thing on top of that? Yeah, so there's an attachment for making pasta on it. That one alone is $299. Just, just for making pasta? How often are you making pasta, Deb? Um, well, I love cooking and my kids love cooking with me, so I'd say probably... Oh, every second or third week. My God, Deb, you yeah. need to insure the entire kitchen, honestly. Yeah, that's, that's obviously <laughs> um, worth a small fortune. The appliances already are. <laughs> yep, fair, Deb. Good move. Hey, appreciate the call. Okay. Nick, I am going to cast ourselves over to Iran. Oh, the, the beautiful Iran. Very different world that they are living in there. And one of the great pleasures of life has been ripped away from a beautiful couple, a couple in their early 20s. Wow. Well, I can imagine what a couple in their early 20s, having been there, mm. would do for uh, a simple pleasure. And uh, they're not allowed to do that. It's That's... as simple as just wanting to dance together. Oh, okay. This couple, clearly in love and clearly wanting to defy the regime, they have been handed down jail sentences of 10 years plus each mm. as they filmed themselves dancing in front of a public building on the streets of Iran. The dancing was beautiful. There was twirls. There was well, the classic. Obviously, it wasn't that good because they got sent to jail for it. No, but this is the thing. Women are not allowed to dance in public, let alone with a man. And the woman as well was not wearing a headscarf. And it just, it made me sad reading that. It's just something that's so easily appreciated here in Australia that we can't Jesus, have there. Yeah, it is full on, isn't it? So it's okay. I mean, obviously, by the sounds of that, it's okay for a man to dance. Yes. He can boogie on down. He can have his TikTok account, I'm sure. I but the woman. I mean, to generalize, but guys. Shouldn't be dancing a lot of the time. <laughs> Generally, the woman's taking the lead. Well, he managed to, you know, uh, prop her up. She could do some spinning moves. It was mm. quite graceful. But according to the Human Rights Activist News Agency, they were convicted of encouraging corruption, 
and public prostitution, as well as gathering with the intention of disrupting national security. So it was obviously interpretive dance. <sighs> Honestly, it just it just makes you appreciate our luxuries, and I'm sure Pink can appreciate the sentiment. Song's obviously dedicated to Iranian protesters. <laughs> Thank you, Pink. Jules, my younger brother, his name's Lachlan. He recently was broken up with by his girlfriend. Oh, that sucks. They'd been together for about a year odd. It was his first big breakup. Yep. And he, in a, an attempt to get himself back together, give himself something to do. He's like, you know what? I'm going to get into the gym. I'm going to get that revenge bod. Mm, focus on him. going to glow up, do yep. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yesterday afternoon, we were FaceTiming and he's asking me for some advice. He goes, oh, I want to try some supplements. Right. I want to, you know, make sure I'm doing all the right things. I want to make myself the most efficient person Enhance in the gym. himself, yeah. Exactly. So I'm like, well, I mean, protein's always good because that's in a lot of food. That's mm-hmm. great. Um, and he goes, what about pre-workout? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people take pre-workout for a whole range of exercises. It's just effectively like a boost of energy that you can have before you work out for those who don't know. Yeah. So he's never dabbled in pre-workout? No. Uh, and possibly for a good reason, Jules, I would love to you, I'd love to give you some examples of products that I recommended to him. Oh yeah. And as I was listing them, I thought, I think there's a problem with the health and fitness industry. Really? Yes. There's a whole range of problems that they have, but I'd love to give you the names of some of these products Okay. and tell me if this isn't the most aggressive marketing tactic in the world. So these are the names of some pre-workouts. Warhammer, (laughs) Kamikaze, Total War, Disorder. Mayhem, Yippee <laughs> Big Bang. There's Savage, but then there's also Thavage. Thavage. Thavage, where you, which you have to pronounce with a lisp because it's by a bodybuilder called Sebum. There's a Perform, which sounds fine, but yeah. of course, um, there's the number four is in there. Oh, right. Fine. Uh, hydraulics, mm. Cross Eyed Zombies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be Cross Eyed. Big Noise. What? Loaded. Oh. Project Blackout. No explode the curse, and so I'm listing these things. You're finding these very quickly. Is this like all the same brand? This is one page on the Nutrition Warehouse website. This is outrageous. They're all like scared to take this stuff. How aggressive is it? Yes, isn't it just like it feels like you're just screaming at your body? And any one of these products, my brother's like he's quite a slight guy. He's quite tall, but there's not much to him. So any one of these things would be the equivalent of giving like a, a young child a horse tranquilizer. Yeah. Just, just mm-hmm. way too much. It's quite an intimidating space. Yeah, so like, you, where do you even begin? Like, Big oh Bang, God. how is that different to, uh, give me another one. Uh, big Noise. Big Noise. <laughs> big Bang or Big Noise, which um, one do I go for? You know, there's the, obviously there's the there's Shatter. <laughs> shatter In- what? Infected. Fury. Mental. I don't want Fury or Mental. Pumps with a Z. And mm. he, he went to the gym last night after the chat and he's like, oh, I had disorder. Oh. Is my f- um, and I was like, oh, okay, that's great. That's, I, How I, did he I, feel? I take disorder from time to time. Okay, yep. Um, I find it to be an effective supplement. It's got mm. a lot of caffeine in it. I tend not to have it at night because otherwise I don't sleep for a week. Do you feel a bit disorderly? I, you definitely feel very disorderly. Um, <laughs> he goes, when does um, my face stop feeling like it's on fire? <laughs> that is a side <laughs> effect. Like, like, man, I, don't, I don't know if it's supposed to do that. I'm, oh, really? How much do you take? He's like, oh, like, like two or three scoops. I'm like, what is the serving size? Like, oh, it says one, but I figured it's like. I should double re- down. That's just the recommendation. No, 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 as opposed to easing into something you've never tried before, Lachlan. No. Um, and so he hasn't slept, and I don't think he will sleep for the coming weeks. So, Lock, if you are listening right now, I hope things are going well with the breakup, my friend. Nick and Jules. That was the Nick and Jules podcast.